We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Monday, April the 4th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. On today's show, we are national champions. Folks, we're celebrating here on this Monday as Gamecocks women's basketball has officially achieved the highest of heights in this 2021-2022 basketball season, officially capturing the second national title in program history, defeating the Connecticut Huskies by a final score of 64-49. to Folks, I'll give my full thoughts my reactions. Again, we celebrate this national championship victory here on this Monday. Folks, also, we moved the diamond, and I talked South on a series against the Missouri Tigers over the weekend. My full takeaways. We'll hand out the ooh, ooh award. Talk slap dick of the weekend. Who's hot? Who's not? What's next? Also, guys, we've got news and notes to get into, including a huge pickup for South on a football over the weekend. Guys, we have got a packed show for you a celebration show here on this Monday. And of course, as always, guys, it's brought to you by the Spurs Up Show Store. Guys, TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet and the home of your national championship merchandise as well that we just dropped last night. Be sure to head over to TSUS.store for all of our latest drops, including the aforementioned national championship merchandise. We've got T-shirts, tank tops, long sleeves, pullovers, hoodies, koozies, stickers, flags, you name it. We got it, guys. Again, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet and we've got everything you need to satisfy your Gamecocks merchandise needs so again guys that's tsus.store tsus.store the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet let's get it My friends, 
and we'll keep on fighting till the end. Let's go! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, South Carolina is officially the national champions of women's college basketball. Folks, happy Monday. Hope you are all doing well. I am Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up show as always. And damn it, I have said it many times this season. But folks, I'm here to tell you today, here on this Monday, April the 4th, 2022. And there have been few days that it has applied more than it does today. But folks, it feels good to be good. And it not only feels good to be good, but it feels good to be the best. And it feels good to be a national champion. Folks, what a day, what a weekend, what a night as we sit here, as I sit here just moments after South Carolina has cut the nets and they are officially have proclaimed themselves. The torch has been passed. The best in all the land. Folks, we're going to get into all that much more. Again, guys, very excited to chat with you all here on this Monday. Guys, before we get going, again, we've got basketball. We've got baseball. We've got football. A little bit of everything here on this Monday. A couple of quick housekeeping items before we really get going. Again, of course, guys, just a quick reminder to let you all know, because this is the first week officially that we are transitioning from five podcasts per week to three podcasts per week. So now officially, guys, the new release schedule today, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of each and every single week, guys. And I think that is going to be our schedule moving forward throughout the entire year again of course guys you know in case we have baseball on a thursday or different scheduling whatever what have you i will be sure to keep you updated and i will let you all know in case we need to move some things around change up when the podcast drops but again guys right now moving forward effective immediately the release schedule of the podcast monday wednesday Friday. So again, very excited for that, guys. Again, you're not going to be missing out on any content. We'll still have all the content for you. Of course, guys, content leading out the eyeballs. And of course, the Daily Crow will continue Monday through Friday, noon to two. Also, of course, guys, Wednesday, we are live out at 10 Roos, 6 to 8 in the Vista. Be sure to come on out to that. And if you cannot do so, we'll be streaming live as well on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. You guys know the drill. Folks, it feels good to be a national champion. And you know what they say, by the way, about Huskies? Huskies travel in packs. And we're smoking on that UConn pack. Guys, the Gamecocks not just win the national championship. They just don't beat UConn. They dominate UConn by a final score of 64 to 49. What a game. What a night, a game that I'll tell you, folks, again, people ask me, Chris, are you nervous? How are you feeling going into the national championship? Guys, I was really never nervous at any point throughout this women's basketball season. And I'll tell you why. Because from game one, I mean, outside of the fact that you have the best players, outside of the fact that you have the best coach, this team from game one was on a mission. Bottom line, point blank, end of story. 
after the way the season ended last year with the Stanford game and the questionable calls, this team had vengeance on its mind and nothing short of a national championship, nothing short of a victory in the final game was going to satisfy the appetite of this basketball team. And I think you saw that last night. Again, guys, 64 to 59. UConn came in that game 11 and 0 in national titles. And not only do you hand them their first L, you do it in dominant fashion. South kind of dominant, dominant on the defensive side, holding UConn just 41% shooting and 25% from three point range, right? You look at the boards. South Carolina bullied, and I mean flat out bullied UConn in regards to second chance points, 22 to 5 in second chance points, right? South Carolina also on the glass, man. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even competitive. I mean, again, just domination from the start. You were up 22 to 8 after the first quarter, up 22 to 8 after the first quarter, and you really rode that hot start to a victory. Uh, Again, you look at the rebounds. UConn with 24, South Carolina with 49, and Aaliyah Boston with 16 of those. And, you know, Aaliyah Boston's gotten the attention all season long, and and rightfully so. This, This chick has won every single individual award you can think of, and, again, deservedly so. But the story of the game last night, the game that Destani Henderson built 26 points in the ballgame. And, folks, I'll tell you this. Listen, I've never had Henny before. I'll be honest. I've never bought a bottle of Henny. I've never had a sip of Hennessy. I've never had a sip of Henny. But after last night, after watching what Henny did, I got to go get me some Hennessy. Straight up, I got to get me some Henny. We're sipping on Henny all week to celebrate. Destani Henderson, incredible game again, 9 of 20 from the field. Three of six from deep, five of six from the line, and 26 points total. And, guys, again, last night to me, again, was not shocking. I thought it might be a little bit of a closer game, but it wasn't shocking. But last night was just a microcosm of what this season was. And, and again, it was a team that felt like it left something on the table after last season, that felt like it was sort of robbed of a national championship that it should have had. And I think what last night in the grand scheme, in a bigger scale, what it represented was literally the passing of the torch in regards to women's college basketball. South Carolina is the standard now, guys. Uh, Winning your second title since 2017. And I think this is really just the beginning. Now, is South Carolina going to have a run like UConn have where they won four in a row and won 111 straight games? I don't know because I think there's more parity in this sport than there's ever been. But I tell you what, man, South Carolina is going away no time soon. They are going to be at the top of women's college basketball as long as Dawn Staley is there and probably even after. The machine that Dawn Staley has built is absolutely incredible. And, guys, you got to tip your cap to what they have done. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. I mean, truly the the new, and I think even before this they were, but the standard of women's college basketball, and there's just simply no denying. Again, guys, you didn't just win the national championship. You didn't just beat UConn. 
you absolutely dominated them. Just flat out dominated them. Just all night long. I mean, I mean, the game, guys, if you want to know my confidence level going in this game, I can say it now, right? I can say it now. I literally had, I literally had a cigar sitting on the table all night long. The Yukon pack was ready all night long because South Carolina was never losing that game. They never were. That game was done from the jump, man. And again, the the, the national championship was South Carolina's to lose from game one. I mean, again, you look at what they did early in the season, the work they did in, in all the ranked wins they had, and taking down top opponents, and the way they were able to navigate through this thing. Just an incredible display all season long. An absolutely incredible display, you know, just dominated through the the postseason. And we talked about that's when this team's real season will begin because, again, nothing short of a national championship was going to suffice. And sure enough, they played that way. The intensity South kind of came out with punched UConn in the mouth from the jump. And what Don Staley is doing at the University of South kind of just building the machine. Guys, I'll say this yet again. And I know that most of us, all of us, I would say, are celebrating. Just make sure you don't take it for granted because it is easy to do so, right? Because it's like, hey, we're South Carolina wins basketball. We're going to beat everybody, right? We're going to beat everyone. We're better. We're just better than you we are at this point we are guys there's no reason to be nervous right there's no reason to doubt south carolina is just better than you are and that's it i mean guys the gamecocks just won the national title by 15 points i mean you go back and you look this is the postseason results south Carolina won by 15 13 28 16 and 58, guys. I mean, outside of that North Carolina game, there wasn't even a close contest. The closest game was an eight-point victory. Guys, that, that, that trophy, that championship was South Carolina's to lose. And again, they played that way. Give credit to the way they played, right? Making a lot of quality basketball teams look really bad, by the way. I mean, UConn was a good team. UConn was playing its best basketball of the season, and South Carolina wiped the floor with them. So just take a moment to really appreciate it and don't take it for granted. Take a moment to really, really, truly, genuinely appreciate it and do not take it for granted. Uh, Again, we are so fortunate. We are so blessed to have Don Staley. And guys, I really look at this. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. It feels good to be good. And I know I say that a lot, but when it comes to Gamecocks women's basketball, that applies so greatly for that team and that crew. So again, a job well done, folks. Smoke them if you got them. And it is a great time to have them. Can't wait to see you at the parade. And guys, can't wait to do it again next year and the following and the following and the following because this has become, I think this is going to be yearly tradition. I'm not going to sit here and tell you we're going to win it every single year, but 
guys, who is stopping this machine? Who is stopping South kind of women's basketball? Who's stopping? Who's stopping Dawn Staley? Who? The best team, the best players, the best coach, the best program. And that shows on the floor. It showed last night. Guys, again, incredible. We're national champions, baby. We're national champions. It feels good to be good. And by the way, go grab your national championship merch today, the Donesty merch, which I got to say, I'm very happy with the way that turned out. The Donesty merch and the women's basketball school merch. And we've also got a special piece of merch dropping later today that keep your eyes peeled for that one. But guys, what a game, what a season. I mean, it's really just, you know, you think to yourself, you know, we're thinking about the game last time, but I really think in perspective of the entire season. And just what a season, man. I mean, you talk about a group that went 35-2 and two and 15-1 and one in the conference, but most importantly, won its final, final game of the season. And that's what matters the most, and that was the mission for this team. And there was nobody that was going to get in their way. Bottom line, there was nobody that was going to get in this team's way, and it was Aaliyah Boston all season long, and what Aaliyah Boston did, but seeing – Destani Henderson step up, Zaya Cook playing good basketball, Victoria Saxon, Bria Beal, Camilla Cardoso, Leticia Amihir. I mean, I just all those all, all, all those players, just an incredible night, incredible season. What can you say? I mean, Dawn Staley, the Gamecocks are the best. We are, we are the best. We are the best. Feels good to be good. Smoke them if you got them, folks. And again, I'll see you out at the parade because it's gonna be one hell of a time so again congrats to the Gamecocks congrats to Don Staley congrats to all of us man because I tell you what again I don't care how you feel about it guess what folks we don't have many national championships across many sports so when you win one damn it be sure to celebrate it and do not take it for granted again smoke them if you got them drink whatever you drink whatever celebrate this week feels good to be good 64 49 Gamecocks get the dub and we are the national champions folks we're going to move from the hardwood to the diamond really quickly because we got to talk about what happened over the weekend as the Gamecocks dropped two of three to Mizzou. But before we do, though, I do want to tell you about our latest partner and sponsor, the best real estate agent, the best real estate team in the local Columbia area. Of course, guys, I'm talking Marissa Kennedy, realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Coldwell Banker. And guys, the proof is in the numbers. The team helped over 250 families last year. They worked with both buyers and sellers in Columbia and the surrounding areas. They do premium advertising to sell your home faster with high-quality pictures and video. And last year, they sold homes for on average 5.4% more than the competition. Now, guys, right now, we're in a seller's market, but Marissa's able to get buyers under contract in new homes by being available to show homes as soon as they hit the market, collaborating with listing agents to write offers to meet the needs and wants of the sellers, and keeping up clear communication throughout the entire process to ensure they make it to the closing table without a hitch. Guys, give Marissa a call today, 803-406-1800. That's 803-406-1800. And go like her on Facebook at Marissa Kennedy Realtor. That's at Marissa Kennedy Realtor. Guys, if you're looking for a realtor, look no further than the best real estate agent, the best real estate team in the local Columbia area. Again, guys, that's Marissa Kennedy Realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Cola Banker. And be sure to tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show Sent you. All right, guys, let's talk at Gamecocks. Drop two of three over the weekend in Missouri. Final scores. Salcon actually winning game one on Friday by a final score of four to one, and then losing the next two, eight to seven and 10 to three. And guys, I know I sometimes repeat myself. It just happens, right? When you make the amount of content that we make, when you 
talk the amount of baseball that we talk, um, it is bound to happen, right? It is bound to happen. So I did not want to go into last weekend or this past weekend, if you will, calling that series a quote-unquote must-win because, again, as I've told you all before, I feel like must-win gets abused. It gets overused, right? It, it, it gets That phrase just gets used too much. It, it does. But in the back of my mind, I really, truly felt like that even with the good that you had done in series against Texas and Vanderbilt, when you paired that with losses in the midweek to Xavier, the Citadel, Presbyterian, I really felt like, you know, Missouri is important. And here's why. Because Mizzou was a team that was picked basically dead last in the conference. And it was a series in which if you lost it, it felt like you undid all of the good that you had built up from those series victories against Vanderbilt and Texas. And unfortunately, after losing two of three guys, that's where I think you sit right now. As I told you last week, you know, my, my, my thoughts on this team, even after this past weekend, they have not changed a lot. This group basically is who I think it is in the sense of they're painfully inconsistent. And even before the injuries, guys, the bullpen was my greatest question mark. The bullpen was my greatest question mark. And the reality is this. With the injury to Julian Bosnick, you've got Noah Hall in a starting spot, which he was phenomenal, by the way, on Friday. I mean, he's the sole reason, the main reason, you won a single game this weekend. He was phenomenal. But he was not brought in to be a starter. He was brought in to be probably your top reliever. And so the reality is this. Without Julian Bosnick and forcing Noah Hall into that role, guys, we talked about in the preseason the importance of veterans. Guys like Parker Coyne, John Gilreath, Cam Tringali, um, Wesley Sweat. Guys like that who had been at South Carolina for a while and had never really turned into contributors, right? Had sort of just been dudes on the roster. And maybe it was unfair of us to expect anything more of them than what they've given you in their time at South Carolina. Because right now, and you know what? I'm not even trying to knock all these guys, but you're depending on freshmen like Aiden Hunter, guys who don't hardly pitch like a Brett Thomas. And you're just getting the results, I think, that are expected. Guys, this is a bad baseball team. It is. It is. And again, we're so inconsistent. I think returning home, we'll win a couple series here and there. But in the long run, it's not a good baseball team. And as I've told you before, Mark Kingston will dig his own grave because South Carolina baseball, again, to even call it a shell of what it used to be is an insult. Truly, I think it is. Losing to Missouri. I mean, is South Carolina the worst team in the SEC? We might be. I mean, guys, Mizzou was picked basically at the bottom of the league, and you just lost two of three to them. And what were you, six, nine outs away on Saturday from taking the series and claiming the victory? And, you know, as soon as Mizzou had that five running and they took that lead, that just crushed you. It, it, it killed you. It absolutely killed you. 
And then on a Sunday where Matthew Becker gives you enough, you can't hit. The hitting goes silent, right? Double-digit strikeouts for your group. It, it just feels like the same old song and dance. It really does. I, I do question coaching. I question player development because I think there's some solid ball players on this team. I do. But the fact of the matter is this, guys. You, you are what your record says you are. And your record says you are under 500. Under 500, guys, 27 games into a season. You are three and six in SEC play. And like I said, guys, it's so unfortunate because last week was so much fun taking two of three from Vandy. But losing two of three to Mizzou, you just undid all that goodwill you built up. You did. And, you know, I, I hate to say it, man. I, I do. I do. To call this a South Carolina baseball team is, is, is bold. Because this isn't South Carolina baseball. It, it's not. It's not. It's embarrassing what it is. It's embarrassing. It's brutal to watch. It's a joke. I mean, it's laughable. I, I never thought in my wildest dreams I would speak and feel the way I do about Gamecocks baseball right now. And guys, like I told you, people behind the scenes, they're talking. They're talking. They're talking. And you can blame injuries and, oh, this guy's out, that guy. Injuries happen, man. Everybody's dealing with something. Everybody is. Everybody's dealing with something. But to not have any more options than you have in the bullpen right now, again, I know you lost, guys. But to not have any more quality options than you have right now is, is sad. It's sad, and it speaks to, again, lack of development. It speaks to a lack of recruiting successes. It hurts, man. It's, it's painful. It, it is. On a day that we are celebrating and we are excited and we are fired up, as you should be, by the way, as you should be, don't let the shortcomings of counter baseball dampen any of your excitement for the national championship that took place last night. But staring this thing dead in the face and taking it head on, I, I know all of you, probably most of you tuned in, are checked out on baseball season. I get it. But, guys, I'm going to live through it. I'm going to watch every single game we got left. I am. So it, it's just not acceptable. I mean, I, I, I'm stating the obvious. It, it's, it's not acceptable. It, it's not. You know, Missouri's not a good baseball team, guys. They're, they're not. They're, they're a very average ball club. They are. And when you looked at series, like I mentioned before, when you looked at series in the preseason, and you said, okay, this one's a win, this one's a loss, this one's a toss-up. You looked at Mizzou as, okay, we got to take this one because we play the old misses of the world and the Vanderbilts and the Texases and the Floridas and the Georgias and the, you know, we play those teams. We're going to have to deal with them. You looked at Mizzou and said, hey, that's one we got to have. That's one we've got to have. And unfortunately, what I start to worry about now is the morale of this ball club, right? 
the morale of this ball club. And because things can spiral very quickly in the game of baseball. They can spiral very, very quickly. And I just wonder, again, guys, I question, who is the leader or who are the leaders that are holding this thing together? Who are they? Because this thing can get ugly very, very, very fast. And I don't know that there's a solution. I hate to say that, guys. But you know what? Who you got to you got. Who you're throwing to you're throwing. That's it. Hey, guess what? John Gilry's still going to pitch. He is. He, we have to throw him, guys. You may not like him, but we have to throw him. He's got to just throw better. I mean, the longer the Julian Bosnick thing goes, the more I think he's not even going to pitch this season. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, again, there are seven more SEC weekends, and this team is going to win a few series here and there because, again, the inconsistencies, and we've seen when this team plays at its best, when things click, they can win some big games over some elite teams. But this is a bad ball club, guys. This is a bad ball club, as I've said before. And, and there's not a player on that team. There's not a coach. There's not a parent. There's not a single person involved with Gamecocks baseball that can convince me otherwise. Not at this point. Not at this point. You are what you are, man. You're below. I mean, you are below 500. 27 games into a season. That is embarrassing. That, I mean, we, we talk about the standard. The standard of counter baseball. And, and are you meeting the standard? Guys. Not only are you not meeting the standard, I mean, this is like poverty. You're not even close to the standard. It, it, it's pathetic, man. It, it's pathetic. It, you know, and guys, I, I hate to say it because I, I want to tell you all that there are brighter days ahead and that there's a reason to be hopeful and optimistic. And you never know, right, in the game of baseball. You never know. You never know. But I tell you what, man, you've got, what, 29 games left? I, I've just got a bad feeling this is going to be a long 29 games. Again, I think this team will win a series here and there, but you just saw more of what we've been accustomed to seeing under Mark Kingston and from this ball club this year. You know, you win that Friday game and, and you know, bullpen blows it on Saturday. Hey, you're up three runs. You got to win that ball game, man. You got to win that ball game. You have to. You know, I commend this team Friday, a very workmanlike performance. Four to one. Hey, took care of your business. You look like the dominant club. And for most of the time on Saturday, you did yet again. But the entire series changed when Missouri came back and in that, what was it, the eighth inning or so, the five-run inning, and you just could never recover. And you, you could never recover. You could never recover. Um, and then on Sunday, you know, the hitting just wasn't there. For whatever reason, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm telling you guys again, I, it's, it's, there is a disconnect. 
there is a disconnect within Gamecocks baseball because there are talented players on the roster. There, there are players that are good baseball players. They are. You're not at South Carolina if you have no talent. I promise you, you're not. You're not. You're not. There's a disconnect, and it's it's just it's so painful to watch. And uh, I, guys, I listen. I, I will reach a breaking point. I, I promise you, I will. I'm gonna try not to, but I probably will. I probably will because I love Gamecocks baseball so dearly, and, and it is such a shame to just see what it's become. It, it's such a shame. I mean, 27 games in, and you are below 500. And it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. I mean, guys, after Tuesday, Tuesday is the halfway point of your season. And at best, you're going to be 500. Explain that to me. And don't give me some dumb shit about the Atlanta Braves. Give me a break, man. Give me a break. A a, a horrid weekend. I mean, an extremely disappointing weekend losing to arguably what we thought was Missouri one of the worst teams in the SEC no that's you that's you that's where South Carolina baseball is right now at the bottom of the SEC the very bottom and and I can't believe that I'm saying that truly all right guys let's move to the ooh, ooh award for the series MVP and there is someone believe it or not guys even in the series loss that I I believe 110% is worthy and that is your Friday night starter Noah Hall um Hall pitched his ass off man seven total innings three hits one run one earned zero walks and four Ks and again guys it was the efficiency with which he pitched with and just attacking Missouri hitters man I mean again just the four strikeouts but didn't walk anybody and just Came in the zone, said, you know what? I'm going to let my defense work. Hey, you guys can hit it if you want. I thought Noah Hall was fantastic. And I tell you, what makes it even more impressive, what makes it even more impressive is the fact that he's been asked to do that, right? He's been asked to fill in that starter role. That's not why he was brought in. He wasn't brought in to be a starter. He wasn't. He was not brought in to be a starter. He was brought in to be a reliever. And sure enough, He's able to get the job done. So, again, Noah Hall, the winner of the ooh, ooh award. Let's talk slap dick of the weekend. Guys, I'm going to hand it to the Missouri guys in the press box that were playing bad blood whenever uh, by Taylor Swift, whenever Brant Belt came to the plate. Like, really? I, you know, and the, the Mizzou guys chirping all weekend. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't talked to Brant Belk. I don't know if it was just playful fun, but really the, the, the bad blood T-Swift walk up for the former Missouri Tiger, it, it just, it reeked of like a petty ex trying to get under his skin. I, I don't know. So again, slap dicks of the weekend, the guys who were manning the audio that were manning the walk-up songs, I got to give it to them. Uh, let's talk who's hot, who's not, guys. Who's hot? How about Josiah Seitler? What a weekend from him. Four for nine at the plate, three home runs, and four RBI. Was really awesome to see him swing it well and, uh, you know, hit some long balls. Like I said, guys, three home runs, including two in that Friday night win. Uh, so again, Josiah Seitler, Who's not, guys? Michael Braswell. I mean, there's nobody as cold as this kid. One for 12 over the weekend with two strikeouts, guys. He is now four for 34 in SEC play with 12 strikeouts. I don't know if somebody messed with his swing. I don't know if somebody got in his head. I don't know if the pitching just got better or what's going on. 
But Michael Braswell, love the kid. I think he's going to be a star. I think he is a star. Ice cold. And I mean, that is putting it lightly. So again, Michael Braswell is who's not. And let's talk, guys. What's next for South Carolina baseball? The Gamecocks will travel to Charlotte, North Carolina tomorrow night to take on the North Carolina Tar Heels in the midweek. And then, of course, guys, the weekend series against the Georgia Bulldogs, who Georgia just swept the Florida Gators, by the way. So it's going to be another challenging week. And like I told you guys, does it get worse before it gets better? There is a chance that that most certainly is the case. So, again, guys, I'd love to hear your thoughts on everything. Of course, guys, like I mentioned, only three podcasts this week, not five. That is our schedule. So no midweek primer, if you will. Tomorrow we will talk that on the Daily Crow and all that good stuff. We'll still have all that content. I'll have my prediction, all that but not necessarily anything with the podcast. Moving forward, I might have the midweek primers as part of the Monday show. I'm just not exactly 110% decided quite yet. Uh, But either way, again, we'll have a full breakdown Wednesday of that game on the podcast, all that good stuff. So again, guys, just giving you an update there. But again, I'd love to hear your thoughts, your takeaways. Just another tough weekend, man. Another tough weekend for South Carolina baseball. And like I said, you got 29 more to go and, seven more SEC weekends, and it, I just, I man, I'm looking for answers just like you guys are. I'm looking for answers just like you guys are. Guys, before we get out of here really quickly, uh, one quick note on South Carolina football. Corey Rucker committing to South Carolina. I think this one was expected, the Arkansas State uh, transfer wide receiver, six foot one, 200 pounds or so. You look at his highlight tape, guys, uh, again, just another weapon for Spencer Rattler. And, guys, I can tell you this. I have not been as fired up to drop or to get into preseason football content as I ever have been as I am for this preseason because of all the hype, the Rattler stuff coming off the previous season, what Shane Beamer's doing, what he's building. It's infectious. It's positive. The momentum, we can all feel it. And again, we're getting closer and closer and closer to the spring game as well, but again, another big pickup. And we all know we need playmakers, we need receivers. Corey Rucker's a guy I think, guys, is going to fit in very, very well to that USC offense. We'll have more on Rucker, by the way, later this week. I think we're going to have like a written article come out on him and stuff like that. But another big pickup. I'm really excited to see what he can do. Again, he joins guys like Antoine Wells and Josh Van and Dak Joyner and EJ Jenkins and, of course, your tight ends and your running backs. Just another weapon for Spencer Rattler to work with. So again, really exciting stuff on that front, guys. And again, the main point of today's show, guys, celebrate it. Don't stop celebrating. We are the national champions. Love to say that. Man, that 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 feels so good to to say that we're national champions. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. That's going to do all for me again. If you have any thoughts, comments, questions, feedback, would love to hear from you all. But again, hope you enjoy your Monday. Thank you all so much for the love and support. I hope you had a fantastic week, and I hope you have a fantastic start to your week as well. Again, feels good to be good. Smoke them if you got them. Daily Crow all week. Podcast all week long as well. Content bleeding out the eyeballs. Again, guys, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a fantastic rest of your Monday, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Have a fantastic rest of your Monday, and we will talk to you on Wednesday.